0: Praise the Lord, everybody. If you're glad you're in the house of the Lord, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you're here. Used to sing i don't know what you came to do i don't know what you came Simply. sometimes that only sending up Judah will get it done. Sometimes the battle's so hot and it's so hard and it's so difficult. It's so detrimental to your family. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You don't know where to turn. But if you can somehow lift up your head So, this is what we're going to do, and precious sound man or, or sound lady, whoever's back there, I don't know who's running my sound, you've got to help me on some monitor. The monitors are not on, I can't hear myself. Oh, yeah, thank you, that's so much better. Um, it's not that I want to hear myself, but it sure does help me from screaming so much, praise God. <laughs> there's, a, there's an acronym, I guess it would be considered an acronym, it's it's PGA. And it stands for Professional Golf Association, PGA. But I feel like this church needs a PGA, not a Professional Golf Association. But I feel like you need a PGA, a Praise God Anyhow. I don't know what you came to do, but I come to praise the Lord. God anyhow. You just gotta praise God anyhow. I'm going through the valley, but thank you, Jesus. The doctor gave me a good report, but thank you, Jesus. The doctor gave me a bad report, but thank you, Jesus. I'm going to praise him in a hell. I'm going to praise him in a hell. One words to one song says, the weapons we use are not bombs and guns. Worship is the way. Is that your baptismal water going? Aren't you glad when you got baptized in Jesus' name that God, that God, hang on, that God got spiritual amnesia and he totally forgot everything you've already done, every mistake, every failure, every wrongdoing? See, some of you still living in the sins of your past. You talk more about your past, what you've been going through, where you've been. And every time you bring it up to God, God's like, what are you talking about? When you asked me to forgive you of your sins and you was buried in my name in water baptism, I don't remember. Come on. I don't remember your sin. So quit letting the devil rehash it, relive it, and bring it back up. You just got a PGA. You got to praise God in the house. Woo. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord a big hand clap of praise? Why don't you shout unto God with the voice of triumph in this house? this him, it feels good to lift him up, come on, lift him up in this house,
1: I lift you up, Lord,
0: how that the enemy will let you go so far and get into an area to be a blessing or something powerful but yet when you come back into a city after a breakthrough he doesn't like you being here I landed into Austin soon as I got here started feeling very bad don't worry it's not the C word been there done that I refused to even say it in the pulpit so physically my body was being attacked with weird feelings weird sensations I was perfectly fine until I got here Was driving down the road brother Jose picked me up and he I don't know if he caught it or not but I wasn't myself and the spirit world said to me I don't like it that you're here Hmm. take that devil I'm still here See, somebody got a word from the Lord right there because the enemy has done everything he could to push you out of here. Yeah, May just be two of you. He's done everything he can just to push you out of here. He doesn't attack just to attack. There's a motive to his attack. There's an agenda to his plan. He wants to push you out because you threaten his agenda. And you know what he's doing and you can identify him. And he don't want you leading the people of God. He don't want you being anything in God. So he's going to do everything he can to squeeze you and to push you out. But that's why you got to do what Isaiah said. And you got to quote to him and say, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. No weapon that's. I know I'm walking in it thick right now. I understand that I'm opening myself up for the enemy to do something. But I want him to know tonight that greater is he that's in me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this city. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this state. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this nation. Come on, there's more to you than meets the eye. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. No weapon. Let me say it again. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Come on. You ought to shout about the victory. You ought to shout about the deliverance. You ought to shout about the touch of God. Made a way for you. No weapon, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. So, I don't care what the devil don't allow. I don't care what he doesn't like. You just, when you get those impressions, what you do is you don't. You don't speak what he said. You just speak the opposite. So if he says, I don't like you here, say, I'm here anyways in Jesus' name. So you got to learn when when the spirit of Austin projects stuff to you that you got to speak the opposite out of your mouth because life and death is in the power of your tongue. So we need to silence the voice of negativity. Crank it down. Quit talking about all the bad stuff. Well, there comes a point in time where you can talk about how bad Austin is or how how spiritually corrupt things are going, and you talk more about that than you do what God is and who God is and how powerful God is. Well, hallelujah. Well, I better take you to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 37 such an honor to be with you, and um, Pastor fed me really good today in their home, and, and Sister, Sister Green cooked it up, and I've got a lot of pressure to preach good tonight. Usually I preach good, and they hope I hope and pray they feed me good afterwards, but this time they fed me beforehand, kind of BC, before church, and uh, so I'm hoping that Lord help me to preach good. Jesus help me tonight. And, uh, <laughs> so thank you so much for your kindness and and um, letting me come into your home and being a blessing to me today. Um, such a treat, and to everyone who helps me while I'm here, I, I blow Brother Matthews' phone up. And he gets all my info to the media team, so they'll love me. And I don't come in here in the last minute and give them all the scriptures, so they've got it in advance. And um, I thought I was going one direction this afternoon, and then I thought I was going another direction this afternoon, and then about ten minutes before your pastor picked me up I feel like the Holy Ghost gave me a word and gave me direction I mean, for this service so we'll just see where we go tonight and see what happens and trusting that the Lord, uh, man it was so good to hear that sound of that water running that baptismal tank, amen, praise God Genesis chapter number 37 verse number 1, thank you the musicians and sound team and worship team for leading us in worship in the presence of God, amen every, every person matters in the kingdom of God you matter you're important you have value you're not here by accident I mean God can mightily use you and equip you in this end time to be a part of revival in this church amen why Why be just a pew dweller when you can get involved in the harvest and see great things happen and lives change amen amen Genesis chapter number 37 and verse number 1 the Bible said and Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of, of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors everybody say many colors unfortunately in pastor's office he doesn't have a coat of many colors and so that may be a great gift for father's day for him Um, i don't know if he'll wear it he kind of likes solids amen and um, (laughs) a coat of many colors And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not. Their hate would not allow them to speak peaceably unto him. They hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Mind you, he got a coat first and he dreamed second. He got a coat first, and he dreamed second. I feel very compelled and prompted to bring a word to this church and hope and pray the course of while I'm preaching here tonight that you'll grab and you'll get a hold of what the Spirit is saying to this church. I've come to preach to you tonight about a coat of blessing, a coat of blessing. I wish you could feel what I just felt in the Holy Ghost on my body. I want you to lift your hands and just praise God for what He's gonna do in this house. He kala moshata. I want you to talk to the Lord just for a few moments longer. Don't worry about me. Don't look at me. Just close your eyes. I want you to open your heart and your understanding to what the Spirit wants to speak to this. Would you clap your hands one more time the King of kings and the Lord of lords? God, I worship you and love you. And, And God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you so much. When I say a code of blessing in this message, I want you to shout out, that's my coat. Okay, that's let's try this. A coat of blessing. Thank you you so much. Israel loved all of his children. But Israel loved Joseph more. He loved him more because he was the son of his old age. And the Bible says that he made him a coat of many colors Joseph was a son not a slave if he were a slave I could see him not getting anything but he was a son when I can't get what I need as a friend I can get maybe as a servant But if I can't get it as a servant, I will always get it as a son. Let's say that again. What I can't get as a friend and what I can't get as a servant, I can always get as a son. Hallelujah to God. The master may tell me no and my friend may tell me no, but my father's not going to tell me no. Because I'm his son. I wish somebody helped me preach already. We must arise on this Saturday night of this revival. And we must quit letting anybody or anything or any spirit world that's talking to us to tell us that we are not loved, that we are not blessed, that we are not a son. We are not just servants of the Most High God. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We are not just some weak, anemic, passive Pentecostal people in the city of Austin, but we are sons and daughters of prophetic promise and giftings and anointing. Praise God. For they that are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. We are more than just servants. We are more than just the friend of God. We are the sons and the daughters of God. That's why you got to quit looking at yourself as a servant and come to God in prayer as a son or as a daughter because he may tell you no if you come in the attitude of a servant, but if you come in the attitude of a son or you come in the attitude of a daughter, in a proper position and place in God. When well, you say, you know what, Lord, I may not deserve it, but pour it out on me anyway. I may not be able to receive it. I may not deserve it. I may not have earned it, but that's okay. Simply the fact is the matter that I'm your son and I'm your daughter. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to somebody right now that you come to this service saying, I don't know if I'm going to get what I need. No, you won't with that attitude. But if you come in here on this Saturday night and say, you know what? I may have not been the best. I may have made some mistakes. Holy Ghost helping us. I may have not been the best along the way, but I come in the posture and position of saying, Lord, you are my father, whereby I cry, Abba, Father, you are my daddy, and I'm gonna get something tonight. I wish somebody said, I'm gonna receive a blessing tonight. Amen. For Romans 8 14 for as many I like it I like the fact that it says for as many for as many are led and for as many as are led led meaning willing to forego or willing to undergo an action he said for as many as are led or willing to forego an action or willing to undergo an action by the spirit of God they are the sons of God if you can't let the spirit lead you you to worship. And if you can't let the Spirit lead you to get out in the aisle, and if you can't let the Spirit lead you to do something you've never done, that you can't expect to be a son of God, but if you'll let the Spirit lead you and let him guide you, come on, the Holy Ghost is not just a comforter, it is a guide. It will lead you and guide you into all the truth. You've got to let the Spirit work in your life. You've got to let the Spirit operate in your life. Don't let Don't be intimidated here. Don't be afraid to dance. Don't be afraid to shout. Don't be afraid to worship your God. Don't be quiet on the master. Don't be quiet on the father. Come on, you've got to obey the Holy Ghost in God's house. You've got to be, well, why? Because you doing that will bless somebody else. You responding like that will be a blessing to somebody else. I don't know how many times I've been in dead church services where all of a sudden one person steps out in the aisle and they just lift their hands and something starts breaking and moving and shifting. I don't know how many times I've been in services and just one person lets out a Holy Ghost roar and all of a sudden the place is turned head over heels and the power of God begins to flow in the house. We just need one person to turn the spigot on. One person to turn the faucet on. One person to to say, my God, I'm going to have a move of the Holy Ghost if I have it all by myself. I'm going to have a touch of God if I do it all by myself. I just got an attitude tonight. If nobody's doing it, I'm willing to do it. If nobody wants it, I want it anyways. If nobody wants to be a part of it, I'll be a part of it because I'm after something. I'm after something. I want the blessing of God. I want the blessing of the Lord upon my life. men you can set this church on fire you can set this church on fire I'm running as a son. I'm running as a vessel. I'm running as a vessel unto the Lord. I'm going to willing to step out because I want a blessing. I want something to happen in my life. can have a breakthrough every service. We can have a move of God every service. All I need are two or three that'll gather together in his name. He said, I will be in the midst of them. But somebody, you gotta break out of your cocoon. You gotta push beyond your four walls. You gotta push beyond your comfort zone. And say, Lord, I'll step out. Lord, I'll go a little further. Lord, I'll dig a little deeper. Lord, I'll stretch out my hands. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost wants to stretch this church. He's wanting to stretch this church. But until the people of God are ready, until you see yourself as you are, not as the enemy sees you, not as you see yourself, but as God sees you. I'm a child of the king. My God, have mercy. I'm a child of promise. I'm a child of the king. Galatians chapter 2, 6 and 7. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, or because of this, thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. If Joseph was a slave, if Joseph was a servant, I could see him never getting a coat. But he was a beloved son who received a coat of blessing. Matthew 7 and 11, "'If ye then be an evil.'" know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good gifts to them that ask him? James 1 and 17, every good gift and perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, for in whom is no variableness or shadow of turning. Joseph, Daddy has a coat for you. Joseph, daddy has a coat for you simply because he loves you and you're his son. Oh, there's a coat of blessing coming. There's a coat of blessing coming come on. It's not going to come to those who don't want it. Joseph had a choice. He had a decision there that day. He had a choice to make because Israel made the coat. He made a richly ornamental coat or a robe. It was a many colored tunic. It was a long sleeve made of wool. His brethren's coats were in quite the contrast to his coat. His brother's coats were ordinary. They were drab. They Look like everybody else. Some theologians say of their coats that it was not just, it was not just a coat, but it was also a coat of identification that it let everybody know that the other brothers were common workers and those that were in the field, their coat had been left in its natural state, but yet Joseph's coat had been dyed. It had been colored. The fibers in the wool of his coat were colored. They were colored and probably left not just in their natural state, but now they had something different about them. His coat would have been a striking contrast to see their normal coat, and then, boom, a multicolored coat, a coat of many colors. But tonight, I've come just with a few points to make to you. My first point is this, is that Joseph, daddy made it just for you Israel made the coat because he knew his son's size he knew it wouldn't be too big and he knew it wouldn't be too little but he made it just for him and with his blessed hands he made the blessing of that coat and it fit him because your father knows what you can handle I'm preaching to somebody right now you've been through the fire you've been through seasons of tragedy and difficult moments in your life and up until this point, the father couldn't trust you with the coat of many colors. God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. But now it's a new season. It's a new day in your life. It's a new day in your ministry. And now He's got a coat that He's made just for you. Hey, He didn't. Wa- it wasn't God's will for you to have the coat when you was fifteen or sixteen. But Joseph, now that you're seventeen, I've got it in time. It's time now for me to give you a coat of many colors. Austin, can you handle the blessing that's coming? Can you handle the season of blessing that's coming? What you've been through and what you've endured has prepared you for what's coming. But I want to ask you can you handle it? Are you ready? Are you mature enough? I know you're just 17, Joseph, but can you handle the blessing? Will it get to your head? Will it mess you up? Will it cause you to do things you normally would never do? I hope and pray to God that you can handle the blessing that's coming. You need to be less concerned about getting somebody's blessing and somebody's mental and more concerned about wearing what the Father's given you. It don't matter if your brothers don't get the coat. You wear the coat with dignity. You wear the coat with pride. You wear the coat with knowing this is what Daddy has for me. This is what Daddy wants of me. That coat of blessing, is showed the favor of God and the favor of the Father on the, the young man, Joseph. Others didn't have it, but he had it. Others didn't experience it, but he had it. That father, the favor of the father, what I call fog, F-O-G, the favor of God. The favor of God is not fair. It's not fair. Looking on the outside into those that are blessed, people look back and say, why did you choose them and why would you do that for them? I got a simple answer. The favor of God's not fair. They must be doing something right, and God must be want to bless them in certain areas. And just because you're not blessed right now doesn't mean God don't love you. He loved all the sons. He just loved Joseph a little bit more. And I'm not saying that God loves you more than somebody else. Agape love is across the board. He loves everybody the same. But there will will be people who live by certain principles, and they serve God with an open hand that God will give things to them and bless them with that others may not have. And sometimes uh, the simple reason is that they can handle it and you can't. Well, I'd pay pay tithes if I had his kind of money. If you can't pay tithes on your kind of money, you ain't going to pay tithes on his kind of money. Come on. Because bless being, being a giver is not just something I do. Being a giver is who I am. I am a giver. I'm going to give my time. I'm going to give my talent. And I'm going to give my treasure in the kingdom of God. My God, you want, the, you want the windows of heaven to open up? There's only three times in the Bible they opened up. One time in the Old Testament, the heavens opened and the floods came and wiped out the wickedness. The second time it happened was in Malachi where God said, if you give your tithes and offerings, he said, see if I won't open to you the windows of heaven and pour out upon you a blessing that you cannot contain. And the last time was when Jesus was baptized in the Jordan river. He came up out of the water and the heavens opened and the spirit descended like a dove. The heavens opened and the floods came. The heavens opened and the blessings came. The heavens opened and the spirit fell. I'm preaching to somebody right now. You want the blessing of God open in your life? Then open up your hand and give into the kingdom of God. Be a blessing, the kingdom of God. Be a blessing so the windows of heaven can open
1: up. Oh God. Some
0: of you have been living life with a closed open heaven. It's, the heaven's been closed up. You've been trying and fighting and scrambling and scratching and God's saying if you'll start serving me with an open hand and start living a life of giving and being obedient and giving and do what you know you need to do, I'll start opening up the windows of heaven and I'll pour it upon you, a blessing that you cannot have room enough to contain it. I get it. Talk about America's God, it gets a little tight. Come on, money's not our God. We serve God and money serves us. Why are you worried about all your finances? Your daddy owns the cattle a Thousand Hills. Why are you so worked up and worried sick and worried to death? If you're given to this kingdom, he's going to give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? There will be a blessing come to you, and the devil can't can't eat it and the religious world can't take it from you you will be blessed by God so that coat it blessed him it covered him it made him feel loved it marked him it promoted him as if he was no longer required to work out in the fields and it separated him it's a coat of blessing See, I can preach about it all day long until you realize, and and you come to revelation. That's mine, and I want it, and I'm not leaving here without it. And you come to point in your life or ministry that says I'm gonna start talking less about how my brothers treated me and how my brother let me down, and I'm gonna walk around the love of my father, and I'm gonna say he loves me anyhow. He loves me anyhow. He loves me anyhow. He, my brothers may not like me, but my father loves me. My brothers may talk bad about me but my father loved me. My daddy may have let me down. My mother may have let me down, but my heavenly father loves me. I may have went through some stuff. I may have been fighting hell, but my heavenly father loves me. Doesn't this kind of preaching just make you smile? It just makes you smile, don't it? It's kind of preaching just makes you happy. You know why? Because I'm preaching truth to you. And the only way to have true joy is the truth of God's word. You, You are, my God, have mercy. Come on, you want to be happy in your life once you obey God's word and walk in the blessing and the favor of God. You're not going to find joy out in the world. Come on, this Holy Ghost, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. This Holy Ghost is what you need. There's nothing like the Holy Ghost. there's something about it bro there's something about the Holy Ghost the Bible says it's Christ in you the hope of glory when you get the Holy Ghost Jesus comes down on the inside of you You walk as an ambassador. When you got born again, you surrendered your control to Jesus. You're saying, I give you the authority to govern my life. I give you the authority to tell me how to walk. I give you the authority to tell me how to live. Why? Because I'm not my own. I've been bought with the price, and the Father has a coat of blessing in my life. (laughs) He, He made the coat he made the coat just for his boy just for his son <laughs> i'm moving quickly here I, I think i got four points but I, here's the point too. you ready here's it's one thing for daddy to make it for you it's another to say that's my coat but the second point is joseph you got to want to wear the coat I don't know when the last time pastor wore this coat, but in order for him to wear that coat, he's got to walk in his office one Sunday morning or Wednesday night and say, I think I'm going to wear that blue blazer tonight, and I think I'm going to put it on, and I'm going to preach the gospel and get a little sweaty in it. A coat! There are some gifts people will never use and they will never embrace. But there are others that will wear the coat that Israel made him and they'll wear it every day. They'll claim it. They'll say it's mine. Let's say I'm not letting anybody get it. I'm not letting anybody take it from me. Nobody's going to steal it. Nobody's going to put it on. It's my coat of ministry. It's my coat of blessing. It's my coat of favor. It's my coat. It's my coat. And nobody's going to take it from me. Well, I'm unworthy. Do you want the coat? Well, I've been through a divorce. Do you want to wear the coat? You don't know the drama that's going on in my family. That's not the question. The question is, do you want the coat? Well, I'm inadequate. I I I, I, I. Do you want the coat? Well, you don't know my past. No, I don't know your past, but I got a question for you. Do you want to wear the coat? Well, you don't know how my brothers are going to treat me, and you—you you don't know what I'm going to have to go through. That's not the question. The Spirit is saying, "Do you want to wear the coat?" Because if you want the coat of blessing, the Father's got it made, and He's waiting on you. You can look at it. You can, my God, have mercy. Come on, you can sit back and be analytical you can try to figure it out uh, you can say well, I, don't, I don't know if that coat's going to fit me well what size is it I don't know if I like the color of it uh, I don't know if I like the, the I don't know if I, uh, the wool it's going to be a little itchy I don't know if I really want that or not I, I don't want I don't really want to walk around like that I don't want to dress like that I want to look like and you can be so critical and analyze it and the father's just sitting there waiting and it's in his hand and he's waiting on you and all you got to do is reach out. I think, I think I'll take that coat, and I, I think it'll fit me just right. Amen. I think I'll just try my way.
1: I, I just think, Hallelujah. you know what? I, 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 I don't know if it's cold.
0: Hello, weight loss program I've been on the last couple months. Help brother out, praise God. 20 pounds light, and I can preach a sermon with the pastor's coat on. I'm preaching to somebody right now. It didn't fit you two months ago, but it fits you tonight. It didn't fit- Brother Matthew. It didn't fit you five months ago, but there's a coat that God's got for you. It didn't Come on, somebody. There's a coat of blessing. There is a coat of blessing. But do you want to wear it? Do you want to wear it? If you want to wear it, it's yours. It's yours. You've got to want it. You've got to want it. You've got to want it. A coat of blessing. got to get in your spirit i'm tired of being a negative i'm tired of moving from one tragedy to another from one trial to another i'm tired of the spirit of fear anxiety i'm tired of the devil beating me up you got to get to your closet and say jesus that coat you got for me i'm ready i'm ready now and you got to slip that coat on and you got to say lord it's my time lord it's my day lord it's my opportunity Israel never put a stipulation on the coat with Joseph. He never said, Well, you gotta keep, you gotta do this, this, and this, and this. He never gave him a punch list of what he had to do. He simply made the coat for him. He presented the coat for him, gave it to him, and he had to make a decision. Are you gonna wear it or not? Here's the deal: if you're gonna wear the coat of many colors, you've got to take that natural coat off you got to be willing to do something to separate yourself from your own brethren. you got to be willing to say, you know what, that coat daddy that I've been out there in the field with, and I've been out there taking care of sheep and working out there in the field, you see, for him to put the coat of many colors on, he had to take the coat of one color off. He had to take that coat that was left in its natural state that when it was sheared off the sheep and made into the wool, the fabric in the father's hand, he had to make up his mind, I'm taking that coat off so I can put that coat of many colors back on. And with no stick Manipulation, and with no strings attached—no pun intended. With nothing attached to that coat, oh Joseph took that coat and he put it on. And Joseph kept doing what Joseph kept doing. But as soon as he got that coat on, dream started happening and dreams started coming to pass because it was a coat first and it was dream second it was the favor of God first and it was dream second I'm preaching to somebody right now that God's going to give visions and dreams and things are going to come to pass but until this church sees them as the body of Christ until you see yourself as God sees you it's not God's will we stay in the natural state we got to move to the supernatural we got to learn to operate every be everything the Holy Ghost wants us to be. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Everybody okay? I'm trying to hurry. Deuteronomy chapter 28. We're going to hold it. We're not, we're not going to go there just quite here. But we're going to hold that. Pastor, you. get me Deuteronomy chapter number 28. We're going to go there here in a few moments. So, Daddy made it just for you. You got to want to wear the coat. Everybody still with me? Just give me just one of those nods. I just know you're with me the third thing that Joseph do I never read the bible where Joseph where Joseph took his own coat off no matter how his brothers treated him no matter how they made fun of him because he had the coat of many colors he left the coat on because the third point I want to make to you is you got to wear the coat everywhere I'm blessed I was in Jamaica one time and I got on a bus, I got on a, a bus with a Jamaican driver, I was going on a tour and Jamaica was driving down the road and I had no idea the dude was apostolic and I was sitting in the back of the van with a bunch of preachers and a bunch of people. I was all the way in the back of the bus. I mean, they're packed out, 15 passenger van. And he, start, he turned the radio on and he started singing this song. And I don't know where it came from, but it kind of went like this I'm blessed, I'm blessed. From my head to my toe, I'm blessed. And it started saying, My heart is blessed, my lungs are blessed. My liver is blessed, my mind is blessed. I'm, and it'd go, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm blessed from the head to my toe, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm my, my liver's blessed, my lungs are blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And an old Jamaican driver, he's just driving down the road, just Jew, just Jew And if that's right, is that right? Just going down the road, Jew, whatever it is, just driving down the road just to get with it. And I had no idea he was apostolic and Holy Ghost filled. There are some times along the way when you're going in life and it's a bumpy road and you're crowded and you don't know what to do. you got to start saying I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm from the head to my feet, from the head to my feet, from my right arm to my left arm, from my right eye to my left eye. Come on. Anybody can talk about the negative stuff. I want somebody that's Holy Ghost filled to talk about the positive stuff. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Joshua picked 12 spies. I believe it was Joshua, wasn't it? He sent out twelve spies. It was Joshua and Caleb that come back with a positive report. The man of God sent out twelve spies to espy the land. Twelve of them were sent. Twelve of them. Twelve spies were sent, and only two of them came back with a positive report. Oh, Joshua and Caleb said, "We're well able to take the land. We can have this. We can possess this. The grapes, a land that floweth with milk and honey." But there was ten of them that brought back a negative report. Who probably nobody in this room can tell me their names. Anybody can tell their names. But we all remember Joshua and Caleb because they're the ones with a positive report. We can have this revival. We can take this land. It's ours. It's ours. I don't care what they see. I see the grapes. I don't care what they know. I know God's big enough. They see the giants. I see a good big God. They see what we can't have. I see what we can have. Come on. We need the spirit of Joshua and Caleb. Who Joshua had another spirit on him that he seen what God wanted them to see. Hey, we're not grasshoppers in their sight we're kings and priests we're a son and a daughter of promise somebody clap your hands and shout
1: hallelujah
0: some of you somewhere along the way the enemy's come and he's tried to strip you of your coat tried to rob you and take the blessing of the lord in your life you need to get it back out kind of rearrange it You you know what it's been a while since i really been so spiritual and hooked up and doing everything in God and living for God and being right and I'm gonna kind of make a few adjustments and get things ready and get things in gear and we gonna have a breakthrough in the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm telling you right now, something's gonna happen in this house make the devil forever loving mad because he knows. Oh my God, have mercy. Yeah. I don't care what he's been doing. I don't care what he's saying. I don't care if mean, he's trying to convince you otherwise. There's a coat on the hanger just for you, but you gotta wear it everywhere. My God, you gotta wear it in the trial. You gotta wear it in the valley. You gotta wear it on the mountain. No matter what you're going, come hell or high water, don't take your coat off. You got to keep your coat on. You got to keep your coat on. somebody quit window shopping walking by man that coat looks good Ooh, that coat looks good maybe some of you ladies man look at that dress look at that women's blazer praise god it's time to walk up in that store and say hey my daddy's got the ticket he's already paid for it. matter of fact he manufactured it and it's there on that mannequin it don't belong on that mannequin it belongs on me And I'm going to walk in that store. I'm telling you, it may sound funny, and maybe it's just a bad analogy, but you need to walk in that spiritual warehouse and say, Jesus, I remember years ago, you told me this, this, and this, and this. And all this nonsense has happened along the way, and I've just negated the fact of your promises, and I don't believe it's going to come to pass. But God, something tonight in my mind is changing, and something in my heart is beginning to turn, and I'm starting to realize, yeah, it's mine. Oh, yeah, it's mine. I'm going to go back there, and I'm going to go revisit that place where God said I can have it, where the blessing of the Lord was flowing in my life, and I'm going to get back where I belong. I wish about five of you just give a wave offering of praise to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, some theologians say he was the blind son of a blind father, that his father was blind. But oh, Bartimaeus, he kept on crying out. They tried to shut him up. They tried to calm him down. But he got a miracle for crying out loud. And he kept on crying out. And he kept on reaching. And Jesus stopped in his tracks. And the Bible says he commanded him to be called. And the Bible says when Bartimaeus got called, he did something very significant. And that's what this church has got to do. The Bible says he took off his beggar's garment and he cast it aside. That beggar's garment that identified he was a beggar. That beggar's garment identified him as a beggar and it would protect him from the enemy. In- Of weather. Some say he was worried about that garment tripping him or tripping on that garment getting to Jesus. But nevertheless, he took that beggar's garment off and he flung it aside. One translation says, He cast it aside. The King James Version says, and the Bible says that God healed blind Bartimaeus. But before he got his miracle, he had to let go of his past. Before he got his blessing, he had to let go of that beggar's garment. Come on, you're a child of God. Quit begging and start receiving my God. Quit begging for a miracle and say, Lord, here I am. I'm ready for a miracle in my life. You've got to wear it everywhere. You've got to wear it at church. You've got to wear it on the job. You've got to wear it in the highs and the lows. You've got to wear it everywhere. You cannot take it off. Cannot take it off. It's yours to wear.
1: <laughs> hey, hey Dad. Dad.
0: Joseph. Joseph. dad Wild Beast got him. And they they stripped him, Pastor Green. They stripped him. His brothers, his own brothers, stripped him of his coat of many colors. They stripped him of his identity that the father had put in his life. It is an attack of hell to strip you of your apostolic identity of who you are. Don't let anybody take you and take your identity away from you. You're a child of the king. They stripped him of that garment. They took that coat of many colors. And they took that coat and they dipped it in blood. You see, for that coat to be made, wool had to be shed off the sheep. But when they presented to their father that he was dead, some goat or some lamb or some animal had to die and shed blood to dip that coat in blood to take it to their father. They brought that coat to their dad. When their dad seen that coat, he said, Yeah. That's my son's coat. And this is just my own vernacular. And yeah, he's dead. You see, he probably would have never believed them and believed a lie that the father, that there's his son, his only son, his son that he loved. He had those boys, but that favored boy. He probably would have never believed that lie. But when they brought that coat back to him, it let him know, yeah, that, that, that's, that's him. Why? Because the only way, the only way, that Joseph would have took that coat off, is that somebody would have stripped that coat off of him. And when that father received that coat, he knew. My boy would have never took that coat off. He would have never just willingly gave up that coat. Somebody had to strip that coat off of him. And there is a spirit that's lied to you and said you're never going to be blessed. There is a spirit that's lied to you and says you're never going to get out of the mess that you're in. There's a spirit that's lied to you and said there's no way out. But I want somebody to know tonight in the fear of God that you can wear that coat in the fire. You can wear that coat in the storm. You can wear that coat in the terrible tragedy that you've went through. You can wear it when you're in pain. You can wear it when you're facing obstacles. You can wear it when you don't know what to do and you don't know where to turn. I'm preaching to somebody keep on walking, keep on talking, keep on worshiping God. You throw up there Daniel, the the book of Daniel. You throw that verse of scripture up there. You've got to wear it everywhere. But preacher, my past. Come on. The past is a great place to learn from. It's a terrible place to live. You've got to quit living there. Quit living there. Quit talking about it. Quit feeding it. Say, preacher, you're wasting my time. I'm not wasting your time right now. I'm trying to help somebody. You can, you can sit around and you can talk about, well, I've been through this and I'm going through this. I'm going. There comes a point in time where, where, where God is just sick and tired of you just rehashing your past. Is it okay to say it that way? And you've got to start saying, you know what? This is the day. Am I okay, Pastor? Oh, I'm trying to hurry. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will be negative. I I will be down in the dumps i will talk about all my pain i will talk about all my hurts i no no, no. this is the day that the lord hath made i will rejoice a coat of blessing a coat of blessing a coat of blessing i will rejoice and be glad in it Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm trying to hurry. My iPad's about to die. Shadrach, and Abish- Meshach and Abednego. Bible says they, all kinds of things happened to them. They would not bow, and so they were thrown in the fiery furnace. The king said, he said, listen, he tell, they tell the king, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. He will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. They spoke faith in the middle of adversity, and the fire's about to heat their hides up. They're still believing God. Next verse. But if not, be a known to thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Next verse. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury. The form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake, commanded to heat the furnace up seven times hotter. And when you know the story, they cranked it up. The men that threw him in died because it was so hot. But if you go down to verse number 27, just a powerful, powerful verse of Scripture. See, you can let anything rob you of the blessing of God. You can sit here and say, "Well, Pastor, don't like me." You just robbed yourself of being blessed. Well, they don't like me. Susie, Susie talked bad about me, and Susie got upset last week at the meeting. And I don't know, I don't know if that's, you know, if that's, if that's right. And I'm just going to sit here, and I'm going to, stick my tongue out and put the, old, put those sour face on. I'm just, just be glad I'm here. And you know what you're doing? You're just, you're saying, ah, you know, not tonight. I just, not tonight, not tonight. Eh, just not tonight. You say, preacher, I'm, I'm in the middle of the fire. You, you don't realize how much chaos. You, you don't realize it's, it's crazy right now in my world. I've been there, but that's not, I know what it's like to be tempted to take the coat off and say, nah, I don't think I'm going to take it off. I think I'm just going to keep it on. So they get in the fiery furnace, a coat of blessing. There's a couple of you getting what I'm preaching here tonight. I'm really trying to close this up. There needs to be an attitude that gets on you. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spear of the Lord will raise a standard against you. A just man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise again. Though I sit in darkness, the Shall be a light unto me. God is on my side. God is in my corner. Let me say this and I'm going to get to verse 27. I've never boxed, I've never been in a boxing ring, but they say there is a man called the corner man. And the corner man is who talks directly to the boxer. There is one thing a corner man never has in his hands. You know what it is? It's a mirror. He never lets the boxer look at his own face. He don't want the boxer seeing the cuts. He don't want the boxer seeing the nicks. He don't want the boxer seeing a bloodied eye or, or a, uh, an eye that's purple and swollen. He don't want the boxer to know his true visage, what his face looks like, how puffy his face and cheeks are, how bloody his lips are, his teeth that are loose. But instead, the corner man comes around to the man that's boxing in the corner, and he comes to him and he comes around. Pastor Green. You sit right there he comes around to the corner and that boxer he's been sweating and he's been hitting, he's been dodging working moving his feet in the middle it's round 10 or 9 and the boxer don't have much energy left and the, the dean of the pale dings and the boxer comes and sits down in the corner and he's sucking air and he's barely breathing sweat pouring down his face he's bloody that old corner man he reaches across stretches the, the ropes across and comes around he looked at the face, of that boxer, he never says, man, your eyes are bloody, and man, your lips are all swollen. He said, boy, you got this. He said, you got this. The next time he does that, just duck to the left and hit him with the right. He never talks about how bad the battle is. He never talks about his faults or his failures, but instead he looks in the face, God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. He looks him in the eye, and he says, listen, listen, come on, you got a few more minutes. Just one more round. One more round. Just stay on your feet. Just keep on moving a little bit. Keep Keep on moving back and forth. Keep on believing, keep on believing that victory's in sight. Come on boy, you're a champion. Come on boy, you're a champion. Come on boy, you're a champion. You're made for this moment. You're made for this fight. You're made for this moment. Keep on f- Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. I, I'm backed in the corner I'm backed in the corner I don't know what to do get back out on that ring and put that coat on and say listen devil there's more to me than meets the eye there's more to me than meets the eye I'm a soldier in the Lord's army I'm anointed and gifted by God <laughs> Woo! Daniel three twenty-seven. listen listen the princes, the governors, the captains, and the kings, they saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head cinched. Neither were their, Neither were their Coats changed. I'm preaching to somebody that my. The fire that you're in can't change the garment that you got on. The fire that you're in can't change the coat that you got on. The fire that you're in, they noticed. They didn't just notice their hair wasn't cinched. They noticed their coats weren't changed. The last point i make to you is keep your coat on in the fire. Keep your coat on in the fire. Keep your coat on in the fire. Don't take the coat a of blessing off. Do you want it? How bad do you want it? Do you want it? How, how bad do you want it? You just got to want it bad enough to say it's mine. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Woo, I'm feeling all kinds of stuff. Lift your hands and love the Lord right now. Let's just love him for a moment. read for me Rep.
2: now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the lord your god observe carefully all his commandments which i command you today that the lord your god will set you will set you high above all nations of the earth And all the blessings. Every time
0: he says blessings, I want you to say that's my coat. Read, read. read.
2: And all the blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Bless. Listen, that word,
0: that word overtake you is a very unique word. doesn't mean maybe what you think it means. Literally, that word overtake means the blessings will Reach you, Matthew. Come here and help me. Come stand right here. Jose, come help me. Need a couple of younger younger men to come help me. Where you? I'm sorry, you over there. I thought you was over here. Come on, you guys. Come on. Yeah, that's that's good. It's all I need. If this, I'm trying to hurry. I'm trying to hurry. If this is blessing, and this is chaos, and this is tragedy, and this is confusion, and this is your past, surround, surround. Or let me say it this way. If this is you, if this is this church, okay, and this is all the things that surround this church, everything that's trying to hinder from this church getting what it needs and what's rightfully is, is, is ownership, what's it, what rightfully is the churches, there'll be all kinds of stuff trying to hinder revival and the blessing of the Lord, all kinds of stuff. But God said if we'll diligently hearken unto his voice and do all that he commands us to do, He said, blessings will overtake us. What's that mean? That means that no matter what's preventing, (laughs) no matter what's trying to stop blessing to get to you, it's going to reach you. So as he tries to push me out here, just kind of push on me a little bit. As he tries to push me, no matter what it is, come on, you can do better than that. I know you're stronger than that. No matter what, what he's trying to do to push him out, blessing has a way in God's economy. (laughs) God have mercy. Blessing has a way. I don't care if it says, well, I maybe couldn't have got in there, but I'm going to find a way to reach them. I'm going to find a way to come to them because no matter what tries to push me out of my way or try to put me in that spot, blessing has a way of reaching you and finding you. Quit believing the lie of hell that says you're not worthy. We already knew that. Quit believing the lie of hell that says you're inadequate. We already knew that that uh, whose report you're going to believe. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. The blessings uh, are going to find me.
2: That's good, that's good.
0: And Brother Matthew, I can't get away from it. But don't settle just for a little bitty putt-putt golf deal. You need to open your eyes. Let the Holy Ghost reveal something to you that's a greater plan and purpose. That land can be a blessing in the kingdom of God. Don't settle for something small where you can have something big. I want to tell somebody in this house, don't settle for something so insignificant where God says you need a God idea. You need a God revelation. You need a God idea that says, you know what? Lord, you can do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Blessing, blessings, reaching, blessings, reaching, blessings reaching, blessings reaching. I'm just waiting on somebody in this house here tonight that says it's time. Read for me, Rev. Read.
2: Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country? Yeah. Blessed shall you be the fruit. Of your body. Well, I don't live in Austin. That's okay. You can be blessed in the country. Yeah.
0: Well, I live in Austin, not in the country. That's okay. You can be blessed in Austin.
2: Read. Yeah. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Yeah. The produce of your ground. Yes. And in the increase of your herds. The increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Yes. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. Well. Read. They shall come out against you one way Uh and flee before you seven ways. That
0: means if they got to where I was in one entrance, God's going to make sure there's seven exits for them. Greater is he that's in me. Greater is he that's in me. Come on, Holy Ghost-filled people. There's a code of blessing coming to this congregation. There's a code of blessing that's coming to this congregation. Read. Go ahead read.
2: The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And He will bless you. Know, just a you. second. I was in a church and I got done preaching and I slipped out. The altar call was going. People
0: were, people were just worshiping, shouting, dancing, doing their thing. I ducked underneath people. I had to go to another church that day. I had to preach a triple header, and so I had to leave one service, go to another. I, I ducked under them. I rolled out. I left. I left the church, and and before I got out, a lady come up to me. And I'm not, I'm not telling you this story so you hand me money. That's a lie. I'm telling you this story to show you what can happen when you live in a blessed life. Okay? This lady come up to. Me. Me. She handed me some money. I was so humbled and kind. I told the pastor about it. It was one of those deals. I left the church. I'm driving down the road. She gave me $200. It was a huge blessing. I thank God for it. I'm driving down the road. The pastor calls me and he tells me the story. He said, Brother Burns, he said, that lady gave you $200. I said, Yes, sir. He said, that lady went to her wallet. She had only had $200. She gave you all of her $200. He said, when she did, she came back to her purse later that evening and there was $80 in there that wasn't in there when she. She gave you 200. That's really cool, but that's not the rest of the story. He said, Brother Burns, he said, this lady, he tells me all this story. I said, I said, Pastor, I said, when she did that to me, I was so moved and humbled that I prayed a hundredfold blessing on her. That's what I did. That's what I felt in prayer because I heard that she gave, she gave everything. It's what she felt to do, so I didn't want to turn it away because that's what she felt in her heart to do, and the pastor said he was okay with it. And so I prayed a two, I prayed a hundredfold blessing on her. So I'm driving down the road a, little, a couple days later. His pastor called me, man. He's excited. He's fired up. He said, he said Brother Burns, you never guess what happened. I said, I don't know I don't, what, what's going on. He said, he said, that lady that gave you that money? I said, yeah, I remember. I said, I prayed a hundredfold blessing on her. He said, her, her stepmom, her dad had passed away a couple months ago, and she had nothing to do with her stepmom. And her stepmom called her out of the blue and said, hey, I'd like to meet you. Meet with you. Spend some time with you. She said, I was very hesitant at first, but I just felt I should go. She said, she went to the house. She met her outside. She said, come sit in the pickup truck. They sat in the pickup truck. She said, listen, they had hard times. There's a lot of things happening in their family. She said, listen, I know your dad's gone, but I want to bless you with this. She hands her a check for $20,000. You know, you can't make this stuff up. But there's something about it. When you bless, bless people. What did God say? I will bless them that bless you. I will curse them that curse you. When you bless people that are blessed, there will be blessings coming to you. Hear me right now. He said, "Blessed." Come on, God wants to unlock some things in this church. He wants to unlock some things in the Holy Ghost. But your mentality has to change. You've got to get the mind of Christ. You're a child of the King. Blessings will overtake you. They will reach you despite what you're going through.
2: Read. Storehouses in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you. Yeah. In the land yes. which the Lord your God is giving you, yes. the Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, Woo. just as he has sworn to <laughs> you, Yes, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your yes. God and walk in his ways. Yes. Then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Yes. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, uh-huh. in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground. Yes. In the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you, yes. the Lord will open up to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give rain to your land. That word season. treasure is a really cool word
0: because that word treasure is not just what we would think out of treasure somewhere, but it's a secure treasure it's something that's been almost locked up like in a safe where it's in a treasure where the enemy can't get to it it's a treasure it that word is indicative of more just you finding some gold somewhere a blessing because you can get blessed and the enemy can take it away That's why God said, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake and your tithes and offerings. The only way to prove God, prove me now therewith and see if I won't open unto you the windows of heaven and pour it upon you a blessing. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. But God said in his word right here, I'll open you a good treasure, a good treasure. It's a place where a deposit is made and it's a safe place. It's a safe deposit, almost like a safe deposit box. Is you can get a blessing and the enemy comes or, or the rains come or the wind blows or the fowls of the air come take that seed away. But there are some times, I'm telling this church, where you are in the Holy Ghost, there's been blessings come and seed been sown. But some of it's fallen on good ground and the fowls of the air have come and taken it away. But God wants to give you some good treasure and some good seed where it's in a safe place where the enemy cannot take it from you. Somebody needs to lift your hands and receive that word right now. Come on, lift your hands high and open your mouth and receive the word of the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, lift your voice and begin to pray with me right now. Something's breaking in the Holy Ghost. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now in the Holy Ghost. Oh, blessed you'll be in the city. Blessed you'll be in the country. Blessed you'll be in the good. Blessed you'll be in the bad. Come on. I'm too blessed. The blessings of the Lord are upon me. The blessings of the Lord are upon me. I'm too blessed right now. I'm not going to sit in defeat. I'm not going to sit in failure. But there's a coat you've got for me. There's a coat you have for me tonight. There's a coat you've got for me. And I'm not leaving here until I get a coat of blessing in my life. Life! There's a couple of you that's got your mind made up. There's a couple of you saying, you know what? I'm tired of being passive. I'm tired of sitting around letting everybody else be a part of it. Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. night. I'm hungry for you, Lord. I'm desperate for you, Lord. I'm desperate for you, Lord. Come on. There's a code of blessing for this church. There's a code of blessing for this church. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost with me right now. That's it. Seek the face of God right now. Woo! Come on. That's it, elder, receive of the Lord right now. come on you're feeling what you're feeling because god's trying to get you to get some stuff right he's trying to get you to get your heart right he wants to pour a blessing on you tonight (laughs)
1: Yalabo koraba baba Mio lo 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 lo
0: Me I feel direction for this altar call, but let's just praise him and talk to him for a little bit longer. Come on. You've heard the word of the Lord. I want you to close your Bible. I want you to stand to your feet with me all over the building. Come on. will want you to close your Bible. Turn your phone off. will want you to stand with me if you're physically able to all over the building. I want you to stand to your feet with me right now. Come on. Stand with me all over the house. Stand to
1: your feet. So
0: so that's what I feel. That's what I feel the Holy Ghost wants me to do. That's so what I'm going to do. I want one of you men that the last two or three years, two or three years, maybe a year, one to three years, that it seems like you have went from one storm to another storm, from one trial to another trial, your family, your home, your life. Just one of, one of you men, you need to have a thank you, thank you. That's fine. I want you to stay there. You can stay right there. But I want one of you men that has a jacket on. What do you mean? You? Okay, take your coat off. Give me a coat. Give me your vest too. Give me your vest too. Thank you, buddy. This is what I feel. This is what I feel in the Holy Ghost to do. I've never done something like this, but this is what I'm going to do because I'm just trying to be obedient. This, this represents what we have to let go of. Everything you went through, elder. Everything you've been facing, the battle, all the stuff you've been going—I watch you wipe tears. All services I preached. Yeah. You have lupus right now. God healed you of lupus, but okay. So it was just sickness. It was just a code of sickness, infirmity. I'm going to call it infirmity what it is. Okay. <clears throat> what about you, Bub? Let's just be plain. What's, what? Let's say bad choices. Okay. He lost his house. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> Is anything too hard for God? Sometimes you just got a PGA. He's got a PGA. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But if we're not careful, we'll start taking ownership of stuff that's not ours. You can go around saying, I got this and I got this going on. I got this going on. I got this going on. We can start saying, God, I'm believing you for something to change. I'm believing there to be a shift. I'm believing for something to turn. There will always be people try to strip you of your coat. Joseph's brothers stripped him. Potiphar's wife tried to strip him. They got, he got he in the slave. He was in bondage. He was in incarceration. Constantly facing constant people trying to tear him down and destroy him. But there come a time when Pharaoh put his robe on him and blessed him with the coat that he had in Pharaoh's court. And God blessed him with Potiphar and blessed him in the kingdom at that time to be a blessing to his brothers. So tonight in the Holy Ghost, this is what I feel. Thank you so much for responding. This is what I feel. We're going to let go of this stuff. We're going to let go of it. We're going to cast it aside. And we're going to come over here and say, you know what? Samuel, every year, his mama Hannah brought him a coat. Every year, a new coat. There was a new coat for a new day. She brought it to him every year. Why? Because he outgrew his old one. It's quiet right now, but I really feel like something's fixing a break in the spirit. Those coats don't fit us anymore. Austin, you better hear me in the Holy Ghost. There's a transition in the spirit world that those coats that you wore for so long do not fit you anymore. There is a new coat for a new day. Woo, God have mercy. anointed vessel of Samuel had a new coat for a new day and I believe that this church if you're ready to receive that I want you to leave your pews I want you to run up here to the front all over the house even the sound booth the media I want you to join us our guests our visitors anybody that would I want you to come and flood these altars come on come where you are right there don't be afraid I wouldn't be afraid of getting sick I wouldn't be afraid of anything happening to me I would walk in faith and I would say Lord I'm coming here tonight because I'm not leaving the same way that I came come on I want you to press your way in. I'm fixing to do something. I want you to press your way in right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Who wants this coat? That's the kind of attitude something's got to get on us to say, you know what, tonight my perception of it all is going to change something. My God, help me right Come on, something needs to break in the Holy Ghost. What are you saying? I'm saying our attitude uh, that says tonight is my night. Tonight is my night of blessing. Tonight is my night of promise. Tonight is my something. My mindset's changing. I'm blessed. I'm blessed from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I'm blessed tonight. I'm blessed tonight. I'm blessed by God tonight. Throw your hands in the air and begin to praise him right now all over the house. Throw your hands in the air and begin to worship God all over the house. Come on, let's love him right now. Let's worship him right now. God, I pray upon these people. I pray the blessing of the Lord be upon your people right now. I pray the blessing. I speak the blessing of the Lord upon their health. I speak the blessing of the Lord upon their wealth. I speak the blessing of the Lord upon their marriage. I pray the blessing of the Lord upon their children. I pray the blessing of the Lord upon their jobs. Bless them, God. Touch their minds tonight, Touch their bodies tonight, God. Let something begin to move in the heart of this church. Let something begin to shift in the Holy Ghost in the middle of the fire i 'm going to be blessed in the middle of the storm i 'm going to be blessed tonight i 'm going to be blessed tonight yes, I am hey, hallelujah, want you close your eyes? want you talk to the Lord? Tell him I need the Holy Ghost. I need the blessing of the Holy Ghost. I need the blessing of the Spirit of God. God. Come on, I need to talk in tongues. I've never had the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's it, church. Pray. Come on, there's blessings coming to your people. There's blessings coming right now.
1: Hallelujah.
0: reach out and receive a blessing reach out and receive a touch from god i can't make you respond i can't make you receive but there's a there's a heaven that's open here tonight there's a heaven that's open you can receive a blessing here tonight on. Don't worry about what people think about you right now. Come on. Don't worry about what's going on right now. Don't worry about get beside yourself. Come on, Joseph. Walk with that coat tonight. Come on, Joseph. Walk with that blessing tonight. Come on, Joseph. Receive. Come on, church, obey the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, I just want you to obey the Holy Ghost. Don't worry about anybody. Don't worry about the time. Don't focus on anybody else. But just believe tonight is a night of blessing for you. Believe tonight is a night of the strength of God, the joy of the Lord that will be your strength. Come on, church, keep praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on, keep ministering to the Lord. Keep talking to God, loving on God, worshiping God. Come on, even if you can't stand anymore, I want you to keep on worshiping Jesus. Keep on praising Jesus with us right now. Come on, somebody lift him up right now in this house. Hallelujah, I'm blessing the blesser tonight. I'm praising his holy name tonight. Call it to be breakthroughs all over this house. Let to be breakthroughs all over this house. Have to be breakthroughs in homes and families and people Tonight.
1: 아, 도, 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 도.
0: Come on, I want you to stay in a spirit of prayer all over the house. Please, nobody talking, nobody goofing off, nobody playing on their phones right now. Come on, God's trying to confirm to you what I preached. He's trying to confirm it to you and confirm it to this body. Come on, let's just focus on the Lord all over the house. Let's be in a mindset of prayer. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ah, my name. Jesus' name, command the few confusion to go. God, in the name of the Lord, let clarity come to this body, clarity to the hearts and minds of this people. Let them give them a fresh revelation of who they are, that
1: they're the...
0: God, a fresh revelation that we're the body of Christ. We're blessed because of who our daddy is. We're blessed because of what we know. We're blessed in the kingdom of God. We're blessed. I speak the blessing of the Lord upon this body of believers. (laughs) I pray the blessing of the Lord upon this church. I pray, God, that the mentality would begin to shift. We would see ourselves as you see us. (laughs) Oh, God, we humble ourselves before you tonight. We're the sheep of your pasture, Lord. We are called by your name. We humble ourselves before you. We're a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. We're praisers of you, Lord. Yes, God.
1: Yes, God. (laughs) Malala lo 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 yo
0: yo yo yo. Come on, some of you, some of you thought that you already got your spiritual blessing, but there's something in the atmosphere that you can tap into right now, and you can get something from God you've never gotten before. You can get to a place in prayer right now and receive something of the Lord that you've never tapped into. I want to challenge you right now to go a little further. Come on, young men. Come on, young families. Won't you go a little further right now? Won't you reach to God right now in the spirit? Hunger after him and thirst after him right now.
1: Thirst after him right now. Ayala Bolo
0: If you're 40 years and younger, 40 years and younger, and you're married, I want you to grab your spouse's hand, get with your spouse, and I want you to throw, throw your hands in the air. If you're 40 years and younger, I want you to grab their hands and throw them up in the air. Come on. Young couples all over the house, look at these young couples, look at this army. Throw your hand in the air. This is what I want you to do. Daddies, husbands, you may not have children yet, but husbands, I want you to pray for your wife right now with authority and anointing. And I want you to bind everything in your home that's trying to hinder the blessings of God. Come on, take authority and dominion over it. Speak to it right now. Come on, lift your voice. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, couples, you need fresh fire in your home. Fresh anointing in your marriage. ha That's it, young men. Pray with authority right now. Come on you older, older marrieds that are 40 and older, I want you to stretch your hands towards the young couples. I want you to start praying over these young couples right now. Lord, I bind every attack that's hindering them from being powerful in the Holy Ghost. God, anoint their minds. Anoint their families. Anoint their homes to be mighty. Use them in the Spirit, God. Let these men become mighty men, warriors and of honor and valor in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Lord, come on, men, be powerful. Come on, men, walk in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I speak the blessing of the Lord upon your home. I pray over your marriages right now. I speak the fear of the Lord on the enemies of God. Let the peace of God that passes all understanding, let it be in your home and marriage. Let there be joy and peace. Let there be happiness and contentment. Let favor and blessing be in your home. God bless their children. God bless their jobs. Bless their marriages tonight. I pray it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, I surrender to you. God, I yield to you tonight. I yield
1: to you. Yes, God. Yes, God.
0: Come on, Austin First Church. This is revival. This is revival right now. This is revival in this house right now. (laughs) an army that is already here, an army that is already in the fight, but it would not just be built from within, for I will send others that know how to fight, I will bring them in, and they will be mighty, and they will be strong, they will be straight to this army, because this battle is not yours, this battle is mine. And I am building the army, and my army always wins. Will you be a part of this army, says the Lord? Will you gird up your loins and fight, says the Lord? Will you make up your mind? You will not bow down. You will not back up, but you will fight in the trenches for souls. Fight in the trenches for truth. Fight in the trenches for what you know. Do not give up now, but fight. Do not back down now but fight. It is time, my people, to fight. My hand is upon you, and you will win, says the Lord. Come on, I want you to put the garment of praise on right now, and I want you to begin to worship God in this battle. Come on, worship God right now in this battle. Come on, praise him with all your heart. Praise him with all your mind, your soul, and your strength. In the name of Jesus, we're sending up Judah right now. We're sending out the praisers right now. We're sending out the praisers right now. Yeah.
1: yo lo 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 lo
0: I'm not trying to push you past where you want to go, but I feel to do one more thing. If it's okay, I've got to do it. I want you young couples that are 40 years and under, I want, Brother Matthew, you and your wife to lead them. I want you to go out that side door right there. I want you to walk down the aisle. I want you to kick those doors open when you come through, and I want you to lead a procession of praise coming down this center aisle. I'm telling you that I believe God that when they begin to lead us in worship, you young couples, uh, it's not time for us to sit back in a service and let everybody else do the praising. It's time for us to step it up. When they come through the those doors and they start marching down these aisles I want you just begin to respond I thank God for our elders but it's not all your responsibility to do all the praying and the praising around here it's time for us young folks to step it up when they open those doors I want you to start worshiping and praising God Hallelujah! some of you is glad you're older than 40 praise God but we're believing God to do something in the Holy Ghost here tonight come on that's it father in the name of Jesus we're sending up praise tonight That's it. <laughs> Woo! Be loosed in Jesus' name. Be loosed in the name of the Lord. Be loosed in the name of the Lord. <laughs> Don't like this, but we're gonna break it. We're gonna break it. We're gonna break it.